When you wish upon a star, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. A Medicare podcast overdue for a visit to the dentist. When asked for a match, he replied, your breath and a buffalo fart, it's Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you have arrived at the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. Certainly one of my favorite times of the day, and that's why I do it in the morning. Thank you for joining us. When I say us, I'm including my good uh, friend and uh, podcast engineer, Randy Carson. We'll get to him in a few moments. When you come to this podcast, it's probably because you have an interest in Medicare. And so, therefore, I'm going to suggest that you buy my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man. That thing is going to turn you into a Medicare expert, and the process will be over so quickly and so painlessly that you won't even realize that you have become a Medicare expert. Just go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and search Medicare for the Lazy Man in their book section, and you will see the current edition of the book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2022, with the green letters across the cover. Actually, the 2023 version with its orange numbers is going to be out soon, but uh, as of this recording, it's going to be 2022, and it says, Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. So you can have your choice of four different permutations. That would be hardcover, paperback, Kindle or ebook, and uh, the Audible book or an audio version of the book. Any of those is available at Amazon.com for your learning about Medicare pleasure. And I'm hoping it'll be pleasurable for you. I'm certain it'll be pleasurable compared to the competing Medicare books out there. But uh, if you want to go ahead and test my knowledge of that, just buy any one of the other Medicare books, and I think you're going to find you're in for a slog. So I deliberately tried to make this light, easy to digest, and uh, almost fun to go through. So by all means, uh, Read the book, ponder its contents, think about whether or not it's been helpful for you. And if you think it has, leaving a written, a short written review, as many as two words would be satisfactory on Amazon. That carries a lot of weight with future viewers or readers, potential readers who are looking for a reliable source of information. So if you don't mind doing that, if you thought the book was valuable, I would appreciate it if you'd go back to Amazon and just leave a really short written review saying, I did not hate this book or something similar. If you want to elaborate, that's fine too. But I'm not going to stop you from telling why that you uh, you like the book. But anyway, so I mentioned Randy Carson. He is here sitting on the other side of the screen, shivering. He's all bundled up today. Uh, it's a little chilly here in Arizona in December, right before Christmas of 2022. But we are toughing it out. I have to say that uh, Arizona cold winter weather is not going to get us down. We're just going to stay inside where uh, we uh, <laughs> we find it much more uh, comfortable. Would that not be the truth, uh, Randy? Are we uh, hiding out from the weather? 
Yes, yes, that's absolutely the truth, Doug, because I was just looking at my weather predictor, displayer, all things weathery. And um, since we did our last episode, we have gained one degree. Yes, it's not exactly the ideal kind of Arizona weather that we're used to, but, um, you know, let's have this conversation again in June, shall we? And we'll see how the uh, opinions have changed since then. I am uh, sitting here thinking about uh, the fact that we have spent a lot of time lately on Medicare Advantage and uh, the evils and the destruction that Medicare Advantage can cause for some people. And I was going to back off of that for the today's episode because I didn't want to be accused of uh, picking on the uh, you know the the little slow kid in the class but then one of my newer clients a um, an esteemed physician uh has sent me an article in fact his wife sent it to him and told him that I would probably uh find it useful or or helpful and so he sent it to me i got it yesterday and i thought it was interesting and very well written it's not a long article. It's pretty short, but basically the title of the article is it's time to end the Medicare advantage scam. And I like the fact that this was sent to me by a physician, a recently retired physician in Illinois. So let's uh, dive into this thing. And uh, let's see, it was written by the, uh, by three people, two of whom I recognize as Democrat congressman one from california one from wisconsin and then a third person who i don't think holds elective office it is long past time for congress to give consumers better information about their health care options now this comports precisely with, with what i tell people often medicare is a very complicated government program that was foisted on all people age 65 or older. And uh, it was just like at one fell swoop, Congress uh, uh, said, all right, from now on, this is what you guys have to deal with. But they don't do a very good job of explaining it. They leave it to people like me to come in and try to explain the program and then how to get the best possible benefit out of the program. And I think that's a mistake, that they they didn't create a program that was simple enough for people to understand intuitively, and then that they don't really care too much about explaining their own program. So many people are confused and at sea. So it goes on to say, on December 7th, 2022, open enrollment period for Medicare, the time of the year when millions of seniors can choose the best Medicare plan to meet their health care needs, closed. We call it AEP in the business annual election period. December 7th is when it ended. But the truth is that for too many seniors, the choice can be both overwhelming and confusing. One of the main contributors to this confusion is a scheme by private insurance companies to prey on seniors and profit off the Medicare brand, all in the name of padding their corp all in the name of padding their corporate profits and shareholder returns. Now, just uh, for the audience's sake, I want to say that Randy and I do not mind profiting uh, by corporations and that uh, shareholders should have returns when they invest their money. So we are not 
averse to those two uh, activities at all. So the article goes on to say the scheme is called Medicare Advantage, but in reality, so-called Medicare Advantage is neither Medicare nor an advantage. It is actually just private insurance that uses the trusted Medicare name to trick seniors and people with disabilities into enrolling and then profits by denying coverage for necessary medical care. It is long past time for Congress to end this scam and ensure that consumers get accurate information about their health care options. Unlike ads for prescription drugs, insurance companies are not required by law to mention the side effects on patients, but Americans deserve to know about the many disadvantages of Medicare Advantage. For example, unlike real Medicare, doctors often must get approval from the insurer in advance before treating their uh, before treating their Medicare Advantage patients. Additionally, these private plans often have inadequate networks of doctors and hospitals and other essential facilities. <clears throat> this stands in stark contrast to actual Medicare, where nearly all doctors and hospitals are available to patients without a referral. The reason it says nearly all is that mental hospitals uh, are not often in network uh uh, uh, the uh, are not often available to Medicare people, uh, participants, even though we say that all people, all facilities and, and practitioners who uh, contract with Medicare are available to people. In reality, I think it's mental hospitals and certainly um, uh, hospitals uh, run by the uh, VA. Those are the two categories. Oh, and children's hospitals often do not have any relationship with Medicare. But most of the hospitals in the United States are available to Medicare participants without restriction. But that's not true under Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage plans have their own, uh, their their networks that are limited either by uh, geography or by uh, at least, you know, their list that is passed out to the participants. <clears throat> anyway, it gets worse. In Medicare Advantage plans, if a patient knowingly or inadvertently sees a doctor or goes to a hospital out of network, they could be on the hook for thousands of dollars out of their own pocket. And these private plans networks typically cover only the patient's home area. <clears throat> meaning doctors and hospitals, including centers of excellence outside the patient's home area, are considered out of network. Adding insult to injury, people enrolled in Medicare Advantage plans cannot buy supplemental coverage to help cover out-of-pocket expenses. Unlike traditional Medicare enrollees, this means they could have to pay as much as $7,500 out-of-pocket per year. <clears throat> seniors aren't the only ones getting scammed by these plans the rest of us are too the new york times recently reported eight of the 10 largest the 10 biggest medicare advantage insurers representing more than two-thirds of the market have submitted inflated bills eight out of the 10 i'm going to repeat that a couple more times eight out of the 10 largest insurance companies have submitted inflated medicare bills um according to the federal audits and four of the five largest players united healthcare humana elevance which used to be uh i think sicka that's uh that oh anthem excuse me anthem and wellcare have merged to become elevance and then kaiser for uh 
those have faced federal lawsuits alleging that efforts to overdiagnose their customers crossed the line into fraud. The Federal Medicare Payment Advisory Commission's 2022 report to Congress found that at least $12 billion billion in overpayments were made to Medicare Advantage plans in 2020 by the federal government. And earlier this month, the Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against Cigna, alleging that the company overcharged the government by tens of millions of dollars. The facts are clear as day. These scam plans are bad for seniors and bad for the taxpayers. Only Medicare is Medicare. It is one of the most popular and important services that the government provides. Congress should be working around the clock to strengthen and expand Medicare to include coverage. I disagree violently here. Congress should not be working around the clock to expand Medicare. They should strengthen it. In my opinion, they should make sure that the uh, the reimbursements to the providers that that uh, treat Medicare patients are strong and that uh, the providers are well compensated. But anyway, I don't think we should be throwing in dental vision and hearing care. We cannot allow this. Uh, what, okay. The, I'm going back to the article here. We cannot allow, cannot allow this Trojan horse for Medicare privatization to continue deceiving seniors and ripping off taxpayers. I disagree with, I like privatization, generally speaking. They've just opened the door to the federal coffers, in my opinion, and have not um, done the things they should to guarantee that uh, people are treated appropriately and that uh, the profit motive is not the driving force uh, in uh, Medicare Advantage. You know, I keep going back and forth between my opinion and the article. I hope you're not getting confused. Let me go back to the article. The healthcare market is confusing for consumers and misleading branding like private Medicare Advantage plans just makes it worse. But Congress has the chance to stand up for seniors with the Save Medicare Act. It will end the scam by renaming so-called Medicare Advantage plans, prohibiting private insurers from using the word Medicare in plan titles or advertisements, and it will impose significant fines for any insurer that engages in this deceptive practice. The Medicare enrollment season should not be a confusing and misleading minefield for our nation's seniors and others who depend on this essential program. Congress can and should pass the Save Medicare Act to end the Medicare Advantage scam and prevent any and all efforts to privatize Medicare. I don't agree with that, ladies and gentlemen. Privatizing Medicare, I think, will be beneficial, but it has to be done correctly, not just uh, throwing open the doors to the Treasury and saying, come on in, guys, and grab as much money as you can carry out of here. The final line in the article is, for our nation's seniors and for every taxpayer, it's the right thing to do. So I think we've heard enough of my opinion and the article's uh, points, but I am in complete agreement that Medicare Advantage is not working to the advantage of most of the many of the people that uh, enroll in it. And the thing is, you don't know when you sign up for a Medicare Advantage plan, it's so easy to be lured in to a uh, program that's free of charge in many cases or small monthly cost and uh, purports to have all kinds of exciting free stuff added in there like dental, vision, and hearing. And you don't know what's going to happen in the future, uh, whether you're going to lose 
the doctors and hospitals that are in that uh, network that you rely on. You don't know if you're going to develop some sort of condition that's going to require intensive treatment, and you will find that there is nobody in the network that is qualified to treat you well, or that there's nobody in the network qualified to treat you that is uh, somebody you get along with. I mean, we all want to exercise our freedom of choice, don't we? Well, Medicare Advantage plans don't allow you to exercise your freedom of choice. Medicare Advantage plans are what's called managed care. They will manage your care. It won't be you and your doctor or your doctor's staff managing your care. It will be the Medicare Advantage plan for the most part. But you don't know that if you're 65, 66 years old and going into Medicare Advantage for the first time. And the tragedy here is that you have to show good health to get into a Medicare supplement plan If you've made the mistake of joining Medicare Advantage for more than a year, you're going to have to demonstrate good health. Well, you might not realize the mistake you've made until uh, the year has passed and you now uh, have been sailing along for a few years when something bad is diagnosed. You don't have the freedom of choice anymore. So I would say ignore Medicare Advantage plans from the get-go. Enroll in a Medicare supplement plan, and that will give you the freedom of choice that most Americans value uh, to a large extent. So enough about that. Uh, Let's see, I've got a few other things in my non-chocolate milk-soaked stack of documents. There's a thing called CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R. And it sounds like a a kitchen device that a a housewife might use in the 1950s to make something tasty for the family. But uh, in this case, CRISPR is referred to as the antidote of the future. And this is in Bloomberg. It's just a reference to a Bloomberg article. A 13 girl in the United Kingdom saw her cancer go into remission after becoming the first person in the world to receive a treatment that relies on a newer type of CRISPR gene editing, uh, CRISPR gene editing called base editing. Uh, And once again, she had leukemia. So the New York Times says, can CRISPR, uh, CRISPR can cure disease by editing a person's DNA. Now what is their article? Several approved gene therapy medicines now exist, all involve taking a virus, replacing its harmful contents with a disease treating gene, and injecting it into a person or exposing the person's cells to that virus in a dish and then putting them back. I've got a longer article here that I found the next day that CRISPR technology improves Huntington's disease uh, symptoms in models. And the reason this grabbed my attention was because we grew up with a girl who had Huntington's disease in St. Charles, Illinois. Actually, I didn't know her very well. Mary did. And uh, as I recall, she was a really beautiful statuesque woman. And uh, her parents had Huntington's disease. I forget the exact way that it uh, replicates itself in future generations. She wound up getting married and knowing, knowing the uh, details about the genetic disposition. She had four kids and uh, two of them got Huntington's disease, which is an inherited uh, disease, and two of them did not. It's described here as a um, progressive neurodegenerative condition. So it was a tragedy that she had it, 
and she wound up in a nursing home and died very young. And it's really a tragedy that she had children who also inherited the disease. So this article says Huntington's disease is a neurological disorder that causes progressive loss of movement, coordination, and cognitive function. It's caused by a mutation in a single gene called Huntington or HTT. More than 200,000 people worldwide live with the genetic condition, approximately 30,000 in the United States. More than a quarter of a million Americans are at risk of inheriting Huntington's disease from an infected or from an affected parent. There is no cure. But in a new study published in December, uh, researchers at the University of California, San Diego School of Medicine with colleagues elsewhere describing or they describe using RNA targeting as CRISPR, blah, 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 to develop a new therapeutic strategy that specifically eliminates the toxic RNA that causes Huntington's disease. CRISPR is known as a genome editing tool that allows scientists to add or remove or alter genetic material at specific locations in the genome. It is based on a naturally occurring immune defense system used by bacteria. However, current strategies run the risk of off-target edits at unintended sites that may cause permanent and inheritable chromosomal uh, insertions or genome alterations. Because of this, significant effects have focused on identifying CRISPR systems that target RNA directly without altering the genome. You know, my sophomore year uh, biology teacher would be so proud of me for sharing all of this knowledge with people. She was probably 110 years old when I was a sophomore in high school. Her name was Miss Brady, and uh, we affectionately referred to her behind her back as Bugs Brady. And she would just be so proud of me for delving into this sort of material that uh, uh, I, I just can't uh, help but think that uh, if she were alive, to, and she might be alive today, she was tough. She was tough. So the article goes on to say, our cells have a hard time copying repetitive DNA, and these copying errors can cause repetitive sequences to grow longer with each generation. I think the point here is, if you've got Huntington's disease, don't have children if you want the disease to end with you. Let's see, our goal was to engineer a type of therapy that would not only target RNA, Development of effective therapies for Huntington's disease has proven challenging. Uh, Two clerical trials last year for promising gene therapies were halted following disappointing results. Both potential drugs had been touted as game changers for Huntington's disease. Currently, no treatments can alter the course of the disease, though medications can lessen some of the symptoms. The Huntington's community was devastated when the clinical trials failed, primarily due to target specificity and toxic effects. But their termination has only re-energized the scientific community to find alternative strategies. Well, I hope that's true, and I hope they find something good, because this is a uh, just a nasty, nasty mal- or, uh, disease to have. So I think I've burned up enough time for today. I mean, my goodness gracious, if I haven't uh, had to mute my cough button to cough 50 times, then uh, I don't think I've even been on the right side of the microphone today. So, Randy, why don't you wrap everything up and send them home? 
Well, I think it's been a very, very interesting episode today because the more you get into the weeds with RNA and DNA and all that good stuff and gene replication and genomes, I love it. You know, I'm no expert, but I certainly do like the details of it and I love listening to it. But oh, before hang I around sign here, there, hang around here long enough, you'll be an expert if I find more <laughs> articles like this. Before I sign us off and tell everybody thank you for listening, there's a couple things I wanted to throw out to the uh, podcast audience. You know, I've always come up with, a you know, easily memorable terms for certain things. And the other day, what was it, uh, our last episode, maybe the episode before that, that someone else is now using my term of Medicare disadvantage. Yeah, but they don't like the plans any more than we do. So I say let them use it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I did in the process. I I wanted to think up some other things that people might want to take along the way and use as descriptive terms for Medicare disadvantage. So here's a couple, three. Actually, there's a couple. So anybody listening, feel free to uh, send in your votes to Doug at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. So one of them I had was Pinocchio Medicare. Hmm. Hmm. So give the I I kind of li- it doesn't doesn't hit it directly, but I kind of liked it because Medicare Advantage people tend to tell oh I don't know lies and their nose <laughs> tends to grow. That's so true. That one, Pinocchio Medicare, and the other one is called Medicare Scam Vantage. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay, well let's let's keep that one on the table. And uh, bottom line is I'm looking for a new one, that, you know, kind of an attention getter that everybody can remember easily. So give us your votes on which one of those you like. Uh, bottom line is that I'm just attempting, although I'm not the expert like Doug, but uh, I'm just trying to keep that uppermost in people's minds because the information that Doug has just shared today and, and probably within the last couple episodes, to me, it just seems like Medicare Advantage plans are getting worse all the time. Scam Vantage. What a great creation. Randy, once again, you've earned your massive paycheck for today. So thanks for that. <laughs> and everybody else, thank you very much for joining us. We'll Absolutely. Talk you, we'll talk thank to you, soon. you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we always appreciate your presence. We didn't have to kick anybody out. We didn't have to shush anybody. None of that. So during the 32 and a half minutes you have just spent with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma, no more living in Cave Creek in the high mountains behind the city. We really appreciate your presence and have a great day. Yep. 